American Nightmare Podcast presents Wrath of the Golden Ninja Chapter 4 Beijing International Airport It's the daytime We see the magnificence of China's infrastructure and modernization the squeaky clean hallways, the 100 meter escalators, the uniquely designed duty-free shops. We pan to Roland Flag. He's taller and muscular now. He has long, carefully twisted jet black dreadlocks. On his nose rests plastic dark blue spectacles. He's equipped with only a small book bag and a beautifully crafted wooden walking stick. His golden bracelet shining immaculately as if desperately trying to find someone. A montage of Roland Flag exiting security clearance to the waiting area. A young woman is seen holding a sign with his name on it. Di Chong? Di Chong, Chinese, tall, long, shiny, bone-straight black hair and large, wide, almond-brown eyes. Her face is noticeably scarred. She has a red handkerchief over her left fingers. Di Chang says, Yes, it is. You're taller than I imagined. She offers her right hand for a shake, but Roland goes in for a peck on a cheek. And more handsome, too? People stare apprehensively at the both of them. I should introduce the school's leader, Mrs. Soon, to you. Mrs. Soon, Chinese woman of average height with short black hair, emerges next to Di Chong. Miss Soon says, Hello, Mr. Flag. Chong has told me so many things about you. Welcome to China. Mrs. Soon extends her hand. Roland Flagg goes to shake it. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Inside moving van. It's the daytime. Roland and Di Chong are sitting in the back seat. He glances at her hand wrapped in a red handkerchief. I know it's unsightly. She tries to hide it, but Roland places his hand on hers and gently unwraps it. Don't. It's all right. Her thumb and index finger are cut off at the base. I was always surprised why you never asked what happened. Well, then what happened? We got time. 
flashback. D. Chong's old apartment. Evening. D. Chong, grandmother, and mother are in a dark, cramped apartment. D. Chong's mother is washing clothes. D. Chong says, Roland, do you remember how I told you how China was before our great motherland began its modernization? In those days, we all lived in cramped communes. Things could easily go wrong. Di Chong's grandmother is in the kitchen cutting Chinese onions. The water is running. There's a loud knocking at the door. Di Chong's mother opens the door. At that time, the neighbor was complaining about the constant water leaking downstairs into his apartment. In those days, conflicts weren't easy to resolve. Remnants of the Great Leap Forward taught us to overreact to minor occurrences. The neighbor is angrily pointing his finger at Di Chong's relatives. I was 16 when it happened, still naive to the ills and evils of this world. The next day, we see the neighbor burst into her apartment with a cleaver knife. First, he drags my mother outside, wildly slashing at her face and body. My grandmother was only trying to protect us. As the mother is trying to defend herself, the grandmother comes running behind, attempting to shield her daughter from the attacking neighbor. He cuts my grandmother deeply. The neighbor decapitates the grandmother as the crowd stands around and watch apathetically. Rivers of blood gout from her neck. A copper smell permeates the air. My mom collapses to the ground at the shock of seeing her mother cut down like a tree. I wanted to protect her. But I was too frightened. Most of all, I was angry. Angry that my father wasn't there to protect us. The neighbor faces Di Chong, his eyes bloodshot and mad as he begins a slow march towards her. I just run. I try to hide under the sink. But of course he finds me. We hear her moans and the sound of a cleaver knife striking the cupboard two times. Clank, clank. A few seconds later, building managers rush into the kitchen to subdue him. If the building managers arrived only a few seconds later, 
he would have taken my hand. That would teach me not to flush the toilet while he was cooking. End of flashback. I guess you know the rest. My father died soon after. The doctors say it was his heart. I knew. It was broken at the thought of losing his mother and the respect of his wife and only child. Roland loves her in this moment. He takes the disfigured hand and holds it up to his mouth and gently kisses it. She confidently refuses. Don't do that! I'm a traditional Chinese woman. I have a boyfriend. Please refrain from touching me, Roland. I'm sorry, Chung. No disrespect. Di Chung playfully slaps him on the head. Non-taken, Mr. Flag. Miss Soon, through the rear-view mirror, stares at them. This is Randall Sanborn Fields, writer of American Nightmare Podcast Presents Wrath of the Golden Ninja. If you like this episode, please don't hesitate to write a review on iTunes. It helps us, it helps me, uh, and helps the podcast get up there in the maybe top 100 one day. I have a dream of that. So, um, yeah. So please um, like, subscribe, and write a comment wherever you are, whichever you're on Stitcher, if you're on uh, Google Podcasts, you're on, um, you know, Apple, just write a review. We would appreciate it.